live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. I want to get your take on two issues. Uh, I know after the verdict, Kyle Rittenhouse went to visit you, and I have a picture of it. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on the rush to judgment, especially by Joe Biden, because I think Kyle Rittenhouse has a lawsuit against many in the media and Joe Biden himself. Many legal experts agree with my opinion. I want to ask you about that and the, the tragedy of Waukesha, which is uh, a rap sheet a mile long, driving straight into a crowd well, of people in that tragedy. I'll give you the last word on that. Well, he was out on bail, and he was a rough cookie, and it looked like they caught him in some other act, and he was speeding. This guy was crazy and a real professional criminal and a bad guy. And the good news is he hated Trump, okay? He hated Trump based on early reporting. And he should, have, he should not have been out. He should have never. Uh, can you imagine? I looked at that car going in. Somebody said 30 miles an hour. That was a lot more than 30, right through the middle of a band of people hitting them from the back. I've never seen anything like it. It Terrible. was so, I can't even look. Nobody can look at it. You can't even look at it. So five are dead, 40 are badly wounded. The five number will go much higher, all because of a bad guy. And he was out on bail, a very low bail. Just a, a terrible, terrible situation. I mean, just terrible. All right, and uh, I know you met with Kyle Rittenhouse. By the way, I have to say, Kyle, Kyle, I got to know him a little bit. He called. He wanted to know if he could come over and say hello, because he was a fan, unlike the other guy. He came over with his mother, really a nice young man, and what he went through. He should have, that was prosecutorial misconduct. He should not have had to suffer through a trial for that. He was going to be dead. If he didn't pull that trigger, that guy that put the gun to his head, in one quarter of a second, he was going to pull the trigger. Kyle would have been dead. He's a really good young guy. He's 18 years old, just left Mar-a-Lago a little while ago, and he should never have been put through that. That Mr. was President. prosecutorial misconduct, and it's happening all over the United States right now with the Democrats. Mr. President, you gave us a full hour uh, longer than we thought. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Live from America. Today is Wednesday, November 24th, year of our Lord, 2021. We are on the eve of Thanksgiving here in these wonderful, beautiful, red, white, and blue United States of America. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live, free, or die state of New Hampshire. And us granite staters up here, we are taking our state back at a state legislative level it's back to basics ladies and gentlemen it is back to basics and we here in new hampshire the republican party here in new hampshire completely understand where this country has went um uh astray we understand how to get it back and we are working very very hard to make sure that the people of this state know that the power resides with the people and not the governor, not the state Supreme Court, not the state um, secretary of state, but with the state legislative bodies. Ladies and gentlemen, that cold open was President Donald J. Trump speaking to uh, the great Sean Hannity, uh, who's, you know, helped pave the way to, to get where we are right here today. 
I don't think that people like Sean Hannity are the future, but they don't have to be the future. They were the past, and they were once the future, and now it is time for new people to take over uh, the, the the spreading of truth and news in this country. And I'm not saying that Sean Hannity's washed up in any case or anything like that, uh, but what I am saying is that we need to uh, we need to change the way we do things in this country as conservatives as patriots, and uh, I am one of those changes, and so are all of you. So thank you very much for joining in. You saw President Trump there speaking about Kyle Rittenhouse. Yes, Kyle Rittenhouse did go down and visit President Trump after he was acquitted. Great thing about that is, is the liberals' heads are exploding right now. A, because President Donald J. Trump was correct and right once again way back when this first happened, and B, because he actually went and visited President Trump at Mar-a-Lago. And they are freaking out right now. And I, I guarantee you President Trump is just smiling from ear to ear going, ah, watch me take over this entire system. Look, here's the thing about President Trump. When he ran in 2016, he didn't really have much to run on. Think about it. Go back to 2016. He didn't really have much to run on. He ran on building a wall. He ran on exposing dirty politics and dirty corrupt politicians, and he ran on destroying the mega donors and the establishment. Now, ladies and gentlemen, he is going to have so much as he comes back into office, whenever that may be. And uh, he's got so much to talk about, so much to run on, all the proof, all the and 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 and, and we're all feeling. We're all feeling the proof. We're all feeling what he told us was going to happen. Everybody's feeling it in their pockets. You might have a Democrat say that they would never vote for Trump, but I guarantee you when it comes time to vote for him again, if we have to go that far, people are going to be running to those booths to vote for Donald J. Trump. They'll never admit it, but they'll be running to vote for Donald J. Trump. Again, if we have to get that far. If we have to get that far. I'd like to thank uh, Lori McCade. I actually have a ton, uh, literally a ton of packages to open up. And I opened up a couple of them this morning. And the first one that I opened up was this from Lori McCade. This is a, uh, this is, um, uh, a, a Trump book. I want to say thank you very much for sending this. I was actually looking for some material to actually read over the weekend. I wanted to sit down and lose myself in a book. And I think uh, this, along with the uh, What Are the Odds with Mike Lindell, I'll probably uh, read a little bit more of that. And I also got this in the mail, and I don't know who sent it. There wasn't a return address on it, and there was not a paper. It's, oh, you know what? I just opened it for the first time. And there it is right there. Who's it's from? Denise... Salvio. Oh, God bless you. Check this out. Jesus Calling for Christmas. What a beautiful, beautiful book this is. And of course, she uh, I hadn't opened it until now. And of course, she personalized it right there. What a great gift. Two great gifts from two great people. I want to say thank you and God bless you both for your kindness. And, and for all of you who sent packages for the holiday season so far, thank you for your kindness too. And we will get to them piece by piece. Um, hard to show 15, 16, 20 items uh, all at once. So we'll, we'll break it up. Um, I'd also like to ask for prayers for Clint. Uh, Clint, is uh, he, he got out of the military. He became a chiropractor. He thought he'd help people in that way. And he just feels like he's... he's a, he, he's 
cut himself a little too thin trying to help so many people lately and he asked for all of our prayers so clint god bless you my friend i know we're all feeling a little you know sliced a little thin these days especially with everything that's going on but you know what all you have to do is reach up for god reach up to get that heavenly stamina and that heavenly uh determination and you'll be able to do things that you never thought you were that was possible okay so we'll be praying for you for that and we'll be praying for all of you to be able to reach out and help somebody during these how during this uh this holiday season i'd also like to thank uh the following people for watching today deb yokum always from mountain city tennessee god bless you deb and your family we love you so very much it was an honor to meet you in virginia and your sister and your sister sent some great gifts here as well I'd like to say hello to angie gamboa god bless you caterlin says you are not alone clint we are here for you amen and, and, and see look at the beautiful loving comments that you guys are saying Look at the beautiful, loving comments that you're all saying for people. And you know what? Sometimes that's just enough. Sometimes that is just enough for somebody when they read this stuff. Christine from Missouri, how you doing? Thank you for watching today. Shane from Utah, God bless you, Shane. Think, uh, good to see you. Vicky from Missouri as well. You guys in Missouri should be happy. Judge out, uh, struck down the mask mandates there. Darlene from Michigan says, love you all. We love you too, Darlene. Joe from Texas, hope to meet you one day. You know what, my friend, me too. I see you every day here, and I just, I, I love your your tenacity and your determination. I love that you're, you're not afraid to say something, even if it goes against the grain in the comment section that's what this entire page is all about vicky from baltimore how you doing good to see you and share from harsons island michigan good to see you share that's s-h-e-r and uh chris from nashville tennessee thanks buddy god bless you jeremy you are very very welcome and god bless you as well folks we need to, we need to get to the verse of the day today uh there's a lot going on in the world i would ask you to please do me the ever so humble favor um i know you guys a lot of you share but if you don't share can you please share today today's show is very important uh thank you becky god bless you for the hundred dollar donation i also see now that there were some other uh, rumble rants i'd like to say thank you to 1776 decoster thank you very much for the 25 dollars 50 dollars from c taylor 915 five dollars from Lori v75 she says happy 46th birthday to me what well you know what if i had a good voice right now i would sing happy birthday but happy 46th birthday to you you are 46 years young i love you and thank you so very much and of course victoria she says jeremy can we say prayers for kayla too she's visiting her grandfather for the last time today she is with him now and not here so asking for her wow what a what a very yes definitely we will definitely say prayers. Um, very, very hard to hear that, especially when it happens during the holiday season. Um, let's get right to the verse of the day, ladies and gentlemen, because it goes right hand in hand just with, with the prayers that were just asked. And uh, the, the verse of the day today was actually titled, Love is the Greatest. Now, I didn't put my own little explanation on the end of this because I wanted you guys to read this for what it was today, and I wanted to discuss it since we're getting into the holiday season, and I want to give you uh, a, a quick little story of what happened to me to make me uh, start this verse today. I said, good morning. As we get ready for Thanksgiving and the holiday season, ask yourself if there's someone you need to forgive. Ask yourself if there is someone who is in need of a friend or in need of love right now. God is calling on you to be an advocate for him right now. Let's start saving the world from the most basic action 
of loving thy neighbor, loving our enemies, loving the sinner, but not the sin. It's not easy. It is not easy, folks. And there are some people that I have a lot of resentment towards, and that is wrong. We need to do something about that. We need to show love. Verse of the day today is a kind of a lengthy one, so please bear with me. But who cares when it comes to the gospel, right? We can read it all day long, and, uh, and we won't be doing anything wrong at all. Verse of the day comes from 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 7. It says the following. If I could, please listen very closely. I know a lot of you like to type comments right now, but I'd, I'd ask you to listen very closely, especially if you're not signed up for the newsletter. Corinthians 13, 1 through 7. If I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy and I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it, but if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Wow! Tell me that's not powerful. Tell me that is not powerful. And God says there's many great qualities. Forgiveness, faith, all, all these things are great qualities. But none is greater than love. Scholars, since the beginning of time, have wondered what the purpose is of all of us here on this planet. What's the purpose of life? Why are we here? The answer is a four-letter word. Love. That's it. It's that simple. Now, to find the love in your heart to reach out to somebody who has wronged you, to find the love in your heart for somebody who wants nothing but bad for you is very hard to do. But if we can train ourselves to do that through the words of God, through the gospel, folks, there's nothing we can't accomplish. And I'm guilty of it just like all of you are. There's people that I need to reach out to and make amends to and forgive. And I will do that. Because I'm not going to sit here and ask you to do something that I wouldn't do myself. Now, I want to tell you a quick story before we get to this show. Because this show is absolutely going to be amazing today. And I'm going to end with three or four really, really good pieces of news uh, to make you smile before we end the show today. So, please, again, if you haven't already, like and share the video. It's very, very imperative that you share the video today. The more people you share it with, uh, every person you share it with is another 10 people who will see it. Just think of it that way, okay? I want to tell you a quick story real quick. Let me take a slurp. Okay. I saw a video the other day. 
They had some really sad music playing in the background. Made me cry like all those videos do. And uh, when it comes to emotion, ladies and gentlemen, I'm like a, uh, <laughs> I'm like a 65-year-old grandma looking back at her family and her family tree. And, uh, you know, I'm very, very emotional uh, when it comes to this kind of stuff. But I saw a video the other day where this guy was saying that children all are born with all the secrets of life and all the secrets of heaven. The problem is, is they forget them by the time that they can articulate their thoughts. It's a really, really incredible video. He said that all children are born with the secrets of life and the secrets of heaven, but they forget them before they can talk about them. And his purpose for the video was to, if you have a small child in your home, or if you have a granddaughter or a grandson, the purpose of the video was he said, you might be surprised when you ask a three or a four year old a question that you don't think that they understand. And I was thinking, what is he talking about? He said, look, it's very it's, it's human nature to, to talk to a three or a four-year-old like a three or a four-year-old. He says, but you might be surprised if you ask them a question, a question that you would ask an adult, that only you think an adult would understand. He said, you might be surprised about their answer. So I decided to do that. I have a four-year-old daughter named Lillian, and I asked Lillian the other day a very, very mature question, and I asked her in a way that I didn't think she could answer me. And her answer blew my mind i asked her i just i was sitting at the kitchen table i was having coffee in the morning and she was sitting down eating breakfast and i said hey lily and she and she's watching tv and she says yeah and i said honey look at me i want to ask you a question so she looked at me and i said honey can i ask you a question and she goes yeah and i said um can you tell me what the secret is to happiness in life now, this is a philo philosophical question that you would not ask a four-year-old. I said, and I just wanted to see her answer. I didn't expect an answer. I just wanted to see what she'd say. I said, can you tell me the secret to happiness in life? And I would be, man, I could not believe what she said. She said, love. A four-year-old little girl told me that the secret to a happy life is love. I, it blew my mind when she said that. I ran, I got my wife, I said, you're never going to believe what Lily just said to me. She gave me an answer that most adults can't give you, which means she understood the question, even, even when it was framed to her like that, she understood the question as a four-year-old little girl, and she answered, love. If that little girl isn't special then I don't know what is, folks, because that blew my mind and it made me realize everything that I need to work on. And it all comes back to that four-letter word, love. Blew my mind. So do not ever think that a three- or a four-year-old doesn't understand the secrets to life because they might just. So when you have some family and friends over for holiday this year, Ask one of them. Ask one of the little kids these questions and just see what their answer is. It might just put your life into perspective. Amen? 
All right, let's say the Lord's Prayer together, and let's think of Clint. Let's think of everybody who's only going to see their grandma or grandpa for the last time, their mom or their dad for the last time. Let's pray for the people who lost their lives in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Let's think of those people who need help and who need love during this holiday season while we say the Lord's Prayer together. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Boy, did I fight back the tears while telling you that story. I can tell you that. I was so proud of her for saying that. I was so proud of her for understanding that as a four-year-old little girl. Oh, woo! Oh, man, that one's hard. That one's hard. I'd like to see if we can get to 5,500 people watching on Rumble today, and I can't do that. Only you guys can do that. So as I get into the first and foremost section of today, uh, please... Please help us get to 5,500 watching. And in the meantime, folks, I got to go crazy because I got a lot of news. Now, we're not going to have the greatest news to start off the show, but we are going to finish with great news. Uh, let's go to Waukesha, Wisconsin, because I know that community, uh, having been in that community for the Save America Freedom Tour, having met people from that community, my heart goes out to that community uh, big time at, at, because of what happened there. And I want to uh, report to you. Not a good report, but the death toll is now up to six in Waukesha, Wisconsin. As eight-year-old Jackson Sparks has succumbed to his injuries caused by BLM activist and black supremacist racist Darrell Brooks. Both Jackson and his 12-year-old brother were both injured Severely, but unfortunately, Jackson, little eight year old Jackson, did not survive. And he's gone now to be with Jesus. They, uh, they, had, to do, they had to do open brain surgery on eight year old Jackson. His family is asking for privacy during these matters. His family is asking for prayers. His family is definitely Christian, and they understand that their little boy has gone to be with Jesus. And uh, it's very hard to report on that. It's very hard to report on that. Especially when it happened during a holiday Christmas celebration. Because now Christmas for that family, for a long time, will not be the same. Maybe forever. So we ask Jesus to cover that family in hugs and comfort during this time. There is a GoFundMe set up which now has nearly 8,000 donors and that GoFundMe has raised to date $334,000 $334,632 with nearly 8,000 donors. Now, I can't imagine that money at all 
is on the mind of these people. Whether they get, even if they were to gain three million dollars, it's never going to bring their son back. But if you can find it in your heart to reach out to this family, three hundred and thirty-four thousand dollars isn't much. It really isn't. And uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe they can use this money. Um, for good for their family, for their other son who actually survived, fortunately. And uh, the problem here is, though, folks, and I hate to shift from something so sad to something that really angers me, but the problem here is the Milwaukee District Attorney, John Chisholm. He's to blame for this. The District Attorney, John Chisholm, is to blame for all of this and I want to go and I want to read for you why I say that because Milwaukee has a corrupt DA and he he uh, has set criminals free for years while harassing Republicans his policies led to Sunday's mass murder in Waukesha Wisconsin and he knew it would happen years ago as he even admitted it in 2007 that this kind of stuff might happen when you lower people's bail which is exactly what he did it's reported that DA John Chisholm only charges one-third of all referrals from the police with crimes in Milwaukee County, Wisconsin. His policies allow thousands of felons and other criminals to walk free after committing horrible, horrible crimes. Let me show you a picture of what this train wreck looks like. That's him right there. That's John Chisholm. District Attorney John Chisholm. And this is his fault, ladies and gentlemen. This is all his fault. In 2016, Chisholm took possession of records from 159 conservatives in his state. He told them to tell no one. His unprecedented searches labeled the John Doe investigations were politically motivated and likely criminal. Chisholm was also all for getting rid of bail for people like Darrell Brooks, who killed six people Sunday and injured 50 more. But Chisholm knew events like this would happen. He said in 2007, according to the Daily Mail, the district attorney whose office let out Waukesha Parade killer Darrell Brooks on a $1,000 bond three weeks ago previously admitted he knew his laxed bail policies would lead to killers being set free and murdering others. Saying in 2007, you bet it's guaranteed to happen. Yet this scumbag did it anyway. Hates conservatives, hates Republicans, and rules from a very biased position. This is gentleman right here should get charged and thrown in prison right along Darrell Brooks. This piece of crap right here should be charged with the same charge as Darrell Brooks has uh, been charged with. He should be held on, uh, on, on criminal charges and he should spend life in prison as well. He was elected as Milwaukee County District Attorney in 20, uh, 2007, and he's admit, uh, immediately started advocating for lower cash bonds for criminals like Darrell Brooks, a felon with a history of domestic charges who was recently locked up for running over the, his own mother of his children. Milwaukee hasn't ever abolished cash bond, nor has the state, but prosecutors in the DA's office have advocated for lower amounts for the last 13 years, ladies and gentlemen. This guy, John Chisholm, is a very, very sick, evil person who should be removed from office as soon as possible, and if you ask me, charged with the same charges, because it's, for, it's his 
fault that this kind of stuff happened. His actions ultimately are responsible for the murders in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Now, having said that, there was a bail hearing for this piece of crap yesterday, Darrell Brooks, and I want to play for you right now what happened at that bail hearing. It seems to be a very strong case for the state. Likelihood of incarceration, which is the other aspect of bail, is absolute. If you are found guilty of any one of these, a multitude of them, it's a life imprisonment sentence that must be meted out. So I, I have no problem. I just, with, with that bail, it's extraordinarily high, but it's an extraordinarily big case. It's an extraordinarily uh, serious case with an extraordinary history of this gentleman, uh, of fleeing, of hurting people, of not following court orders, not following criminal laws, not following just your societal norms. Um, so I know that that's extraordinarily high bail. Uh, it's now here's my problem with that people who kill children and people who kill the elderly i don't care if the state has a death penalty or not should automatically be taken out behind the building put on their knees and have a bullet put through the back of their head period if there is no question that this person did what they did and there are children or elderly or people who could not defend themselves in any way, not that you could defend yourself against a car, but you understand what I'm saying. There should be no taxpayer paying for these people to live the rest of their lives in prison. Should not happen. However, we are not God and we can't play that. And only the people that are in charge and the people that make the laws in Wisconsin are allowed uh, to, to have that... Um, to have that authority to do so. However, giving this guy a bail should not have been a thing. I don't care if it was a $500 million bail. You want to know why? Because there's people out there like scumbag George Soros. There's people out there like scumbag race-baiting Al Sharpton. And there's community groups out there, such as Black Lives Matter, who will find the $5 million cash bail and get this piece of crap out of prison just so he can go out there and do this kind of stuff again. Why they gave him a bail, I don't care if it was astronomically high or not. That was the dumbest decision that this judge or anybody in this court could have made. I don't know even why they gave this guy a bail. What a stupid decision that was. And these people are just as guilty of anything as, as, the, as the DA. You're just perpetuating the same stuff over and over again. It's a revolving door of ridiculousness and stupidness. That is what's happening in this world. There's no real accountability. Can you imagine if this was 40 years ago? Can you imagine? I said that yesterday. The reason why this world is out of control is because we have raised two generations of Walmart crying kids who get exactly what they want when they want, have never had the belt, have never had to be disciplined, have never been told no, and they grow up and they do what this worthless piece of crap Darrell Brooks did to this young man, to this young little child and five other people and, and injured 50 others and destroyed Christmas in that town for how many years to come? I'm very sorry that I'm getting very angry about this, but how can you not? And I asked God this morning. I got on my knees and I said, Lord, please, please help me love people like this. 
My entire newsletter was about love this morning, and we're supposed to love the sinner and not the sin. How? How? I begged God this morning to show me how to love these people and not be angry and hate these people. And I don't hate them. Hate's a strong word, and I don't hate them. But boy, is it hard to find the love that you're supposed to have for these people. It is hard. And if you find yourself getting angry and feeling hatred towards these people while talking about it, I urge you to drop to your knees right away and ask God to take that hate from your heart because it's not going to do any of us any good. It's not going to do any of us any good. Anger is okay. Hatred is not. But anger leads to hate. And you have to understand the two live together. They're roommates. You understand what I mean? However, given this man a bail, I don't see how that was possible. I don't see how that was possible at all. Uh, I did not mean to start off the show like that today. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't my intention to start off the show with that. But it was something that was on my mind as I was putting the show together this morning. And I thought we had to, we had to talk about it. And I just wanted to get it out of the way. Um, so if you can find it in your heart to help that family out, you can find the GoFundMe. It's very easy to find. Um, you can find it both on uh, the Epic Times and you can find it on uh, the Gateway Pundit. Both of them ran stories where they can link you back to that GoFundMe site. I'm sure you could just do a quick internet search and find it as well. Again, they've raised about $335,000 uh, to date, or at least until uh, when the show started. Um, Junebug says, no hate, just dislike. Um, Walmart crying kids, bullseye. That's exactly what they are. You see it all the time. You see it all the time. Parents walking through Walmart like this while their kids are screaming throwing things off the shelf and they're like we're gonna leave we're gonna leave if you don't put that back you're not gonna get a toy if you don't listen you know what we do in my household you get one warning if you continue to act up in the store guess what out in the car out in the car we're leaving right now that's how we do it in my family there's no ifs ands or buts about it and not to say that we're the best or that we're doing things completely correct but you do not allow a child to run your life and when you do you get people like Darrell Brooks and Eric Swalwell and AOC no consequences for their actions in their lives. All right, let's move on. I want to talk about truckers because truckers are the lifeblood of this community, of, of every community. Truckers are the lifeblood of this country. And without truckers, ladies and gentlemen, our, our, our everything, our economy comes to a grinding halt within hours. And I'm not over-exaggerating. If truckers decide not to move product around this country, our economy will come to a grinding halt within hours, within mere hours. That is how fragile our economy is. Now, I want to play you an audio. I do not have the video to show you, but I do have the audio of this. So I want to play you the audio, and I'll, I'll turn it up so everybody can hear it. I want to play you the audio of, um, of just uh, what U.S. truck drivers are saying about Biden's ridiculous unconstitutional vaccine mandate and 37, ladies and gentlemen, 37% of U.S. truck drivers not only say no to Biden's vaccine mandate, but uh, unequivocally, hell no. Excuse my language. Truck drivers say hell no to Biden. And I'm going to tell you what right now, we're already 80,000 truck drivers short in this country. If you take 37% of the truckers in this country and they all quit, leave, or walk away from their job, our economy is over. It is over. And the truckers are not laying down and taking this. I want to play for you exactly what they said yesterday. Give me a second here. 
drivers would uh, feel about a, ma- a vaccine mandate. What, what, what kind of reactions are you getting from them on that? Just all of them required for a vaccine to do business. Yeah, I, mean, I want to be clear and qualify this, that this isn't about being pro or anti-vax for us. Um, you know, we're been, we've been moving the vaccine, PPE and test kits. So this is uh, something our industry is very forward leaning on. Uh, but in our sample survey of our fleets, uh, it, it came back as 37% of our drivers not only said no, but hell no. Now, let's just take a conservative number. Let's just say 3.7%, not 37% were to actually leave rather than get the vaccine. That'd be catastrophic. We're already short 80,000. That's gonna inflate to a quarter million. So for us, you know, we've tried to be very clear with the administration that if you do this, I understand the logic behind it, but if you do this, these are the consequences. So if you're trying to solve the supply chain problem, you know, you're actually compounding it and actually hurting the very problem that you're trying to fix on the vaccine side. So, you know, be careful what you wish for here. Uh, I also don't think, Congressman, that OSHA has the jurisdiction to do this. And that's the key right there. OSHA doesn't have the jurisdiction to do this. And a lot of government agencies don't have the jurisdiction to do anything that they're doing. But you have to understand what's happening here. The left in this country, the communists in this country are doing whatever they want. And the reason that they're doing whatever they want, and I'm not specifically saying you who's watching the show, but for people who watch it later on, you are allowing it to happen. We are allowing this to happen. All of it could stop today if everybody who had a brain in their head, even if just Republicans and independents, who cares about the left? Who cares about the communist morons of this country? They make up one third. If two thirds of this country today just stop listening to these unconstitutional orders from Democrats, both at a federal and state level, all of it would stop today. The problem with this country is that we have nothing but a bunch of cowards living here today. A bunch of scared, I'll do whatever you say, just don't disrupt my life, cowards who don't want to sacrifice a damn thing to get this country back on the right track. Instead, most people are just going, can't wait for President Trump to come back. Can't wait for President Trump to come back because when President Trump comes back, all this will be fixed. We'll just wait for that. The best is yet to come is not waiting for somebody to come back. The best is yet to come is for you to grow up, grow some courage, and start acting like an American instead of a scared, weakless, spineless, feckless loser. Because a lot of people in the independent section and the Republican section of this country are just that. Feckless, weak, coward losers. And that courage is contagious thing, that is real. So it's, we have about two thirds of the country that don't agree with anything that's going on, but we only have about one third of this country who actually are standing up and saying, I've had enough, I'm not doing what you tell me to do anymore, period. And if the other third would just do the same thing, we would be out of this mess by the end of today and Thanksgiving would be happy tomorrow. And again, I'm sorry I'm getting angry, but when I look around and I see people complaining, but yet not doing anything about it but complying, oh, I really ha- I, I, I really didn't want to do this, but I'm just, I guess I'm going to do it because if I don't do it, then I'm just going to, uh, this will happen or that will happen. 
Stop it. Right now. You're part of the problem. If you're one of those people. We don't have to do a damn thing. We don't have to listen to anything that these people say. They have zero power. The power lives with the people. The people can make a decision for themselves. Unfortunately, we've been conditioned in this country for the last two decades that government is the end-all, be-all. When in all reality, ladies and gentlemen, government was meant to be overthrown when they get too big and get out of control. It's in the damn Constitution. Read it and start acting like it. Man, do I get heated about this kind of stuff. I am so sorry, but I just do. And if you don't think that all of this is done on purpose, look, he destroyed the energy industry. He's destroying the trucking industry. He's destroyed the supply chain. Uh, the, the supply chain disaster is just worse than it's ever been. And you think that this is all because that they're unqualified? These people know exactly what they're doing. They're waging war on all of you and me and everybody else in this country. It's time to respond adequately. Again, I'm not saying anything specifically to you watching the show. I'm just saying it to America. What happened? What happened? What happened to the traditions and foundations that we were brought up on in this country? It is in our blood to resist and rebel against government. And here we are, just like Europe. In one year. In one year. Because we have nothing but generations of weak, coward, feckless, uh, no courage having losers. Again, very hard to find love for your fellow brother and sister in this country and in this world when you see them all just cowering and, 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 and falling down and running away with their tail between their legs. I just don't understand it. I never thought I would see this kind of day in America. Never. Now, is it beyond fix? Hell no. Is this country going to be down the toilet tomorrow? No, it's not. But we're heading in that direction, and it's not because of the Biden administration. It's because everybody who's afraid to stand up and do anything about it. I don't expect anything less from these losers that are illegitimately running the country right now. Why do you think they stole the election? Because if they didn't steal the election, they would have never been able to get to the point of power where they could do, where they could do this. And yet we let them do that too. <sighs> I got to tell you, man. And to make matters worse, ladies and gentlemen, the energy secretary yesterday was asked about how many barrels of oil that the United States uses in a day, and she didn't even know. Literally didn't even know. Let me let me turn that. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but let me let me show you this video. This is a real winner right here. So he was wrong too. It's actually a little over 20 million. It's about 20.2 million barrels of oil that we use a day. What in the H-E double hockey sticks do you think releasing 50 million barrels of oil is going to do for this country to reduce us, to reduce prices? 
That's two and a half days worth of gas and oil. Are you kidding me? They caused this mess and they're going to come and say, look, look what we're doing. We're helping out. We're helping out. They're helping out at a mess that they caused and created to begin with. But regular everyday people don't see this. So you, it's up to you to make sure that your family and friends who come over for the holidays know this. Let me read you what President Trump said about this. He says, for decades, our country's very important strategic oil reserves were low and virtually empty in that no president wanted to pay the price of filling them up. I filled them up three years ago, right to the top, when oil prices were very low. These reserves are meant to be used for serious emergencies like war and nothing else. Now I understand that Joe Biden will be announcing an attack on the newly brimming strategic oil reserves so that he could get the close to record setting high oil prices artificially lowered. And that's the key word, artificially. We, are en- we were energy independent just one year ago, and now we are at the mercy of OPEC. Gasoline is selling for $7 in parts of California, going up all over the country, and they are taking oil from our strategic reserves. Is this any way to run a country? Now, the people that I know that voted for Joe Biden are actually happy right now. I could not believe it. I was actually talking to somebody the other day that said, I asked them, would you vote for would you vote for Biden again? And they said, in a heartbeat. Why? Because they're too stupid, straight up stupid, to understand anything about what's going on. They don't have any idea how the economy works. They don't have they think money grows on trees. They think oil and gas is just always going to be there. They have zero, zero intelligence about anything. All they care about is that Orange Man isn't tweeting at 3 a.m. But guess what? I've got news for all you losers out there and all you weak, feckless, coward, ignorant morons. President Trump won't be tweeting at 3 a.m. anymore, but he will be sending out truths at 3 a.m. And he is going to be the biggest thorn in your side you have ever seen because we're all going to be there with him this time. And there is no way that you are going to take this country from us ever, ever again after this, after we take it back. There is no way you'll ever take it again, and we're going to make sure of that. We are going to make sure of that at a state level and at a federal level, that you never, ever, ever control this country ever again. And the world is seeing the way you guys do run things. And the people with a brain, I'm not talking about communist Democrats who have no idea what's going on. I'm talking about the people with a brain in this country and around the world. They will never let you guys have power ever again. So maybe it was good. Maybe it was good that they took power. Because now there'll be no doubt in anybody's mind that they run the country like nothing but children and infants and they have no idea what the hell they're doing. Also, by the way, did you know this? Joe Manchin, Senator Joe Manchin actually came out and requested that resident Biden actually restart the uh, Keystone Pipeline again right now. That's what he asked President, President, I hate saying that word, resident Biden to do. Joe Manchin actually asked President Biden to start the Keystone Pipeline again right now because he even sees where we're going, and it's not good. So I want to go ahead and give a dumb-dumb award to the Energy Secretary right now because for to not even know as the Energy Secretary how many barrels of oil we use a day, I don't have those numbers right in front of me. Of course you don't, you moron. 
All right, moving on uh, to, to some more feckless, weakless dummies. NBC. Now, NBC came out the other day and said that when you're celebrating Thanksgiving this year, just know that you're celebrating genocide and destruction of a people in this country, okay? That's what NBC said. Now, this isn't to, this isn't to be this isn't done on accident. This is the this is the left, the communist, and the fake news. It's all fake news. This is the it's media trying to destroy all of our traditions and destroy America because they even think that the the tradition of Thanksgiving and Christmas is all racist. They believe that everything that we've built this country on is institutionally racist. So now this is their way of trying to tell you to stop celebrating Thanksgiving and stop celebrating Christmas. They tried doing it last year with COVID-19. It didn't work. So this year, Fauci's ramping up again, trying to tell you once again to make sure you wear a mask. You got Santa Cruz County, California telling you to wear a mask inside. You got NBC telling you that when you celebrate Thanksgiving, you're really celebrating genocide. Let me play for you what NBC actually said yesterday. These people are so incredibly uh, anti-American, it's not funny. They actually suggested that you not have turkey if you're going to celebrate Thanksgiving and that you charge your family members money. It's not inflation that's the problem. It's that everybody should be pitching in and paying for dinner. What? I'm not kidding. Watch this. Zell and... Etiquette experts are a little mixed on this, but you could ask everybody to just throw in cash, five, ten dollars. Mm. That really adds up. And while we are on the topic of something that could be controversial, perhaps forego the turkey. Bear with me. Ooh. I know that is the staple of the Thanksgiving meal. However, some people think turkey is overrated, and so it tends to be the most expensive thing on the table. Maybe you do an Italian feast instead. And I will say this. If you tell everyone you're having a Thanksgiving without turkey, some guests may drop off the list, and that's a way to cut costs too. A little turkey <laughs> hot dogs, I'm not dogs, recommending it. I'm just keep the pie. See what she said? If you tell people that they're going to have to help pitch in for Thanksgiving dinner or that you're not having turkey, some guests may drop off the list, and that's okay too. Don't have turkey. No. And don't spread the spread the. Uh, the, the love of having food for everybody and feeding everybody and, 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 and giving people food that God supplies for you. No, no, no. Make them pay for it. This is the they don't love tradition in this country. They don't love our institutions, our holidays, and the things that we celebrate in this country because they think that they're all racist. Show them different. Invite everybody over to your house for Thanksgiving. Invite everybody. Cook the biggest meal you've ever cooked. And when you're done and you have a whole bunch of leftovers, take them out and give them to the homeless. Take them out and give them to the food shelters with no mask on. Videotape yourself doing it. Say who you are and where you're from and put it all over Facebook. Put it all over social media. That's how you fight back. You show resistance by doing God's work. That's how you fight these disgusting, evil people uh, in this world. You don't fight them with the anger that I'm showing you here today on this show. You fight them with goodness. This is just an outlet for me to be angry, and you guys at least accept me for who I am, and I appreciate that very, very, very much. Um, moving on from that, I want to take you real quick and show you what's going on in the outs, uh, the outer limits of city uh, life in Australia. I want to play a video from you from an Aboriginal elder in, uh, in Australia, and she is saying that the military in Australia is now literally grabbing up and snatching up elderly, snatching up the Aboriginal elderly and the Aboriginal people that live outside city limits and f holding them down 
and forcing them to take vaccines. And she says they're actually killing us. Our own government is killing us in Australia. Now, before I play this video, what do you think happens when you give up your guns? In no time in history, in no time, when the, when the citizens uh, trust their government fully, does the government ever hold the citizens' best interest at heart? Never once. And you want to know something else? Again in history, never once has an oppressed people stayed oppressed forever. Sooner or later, we all rise up and topple those tyrannical, oppressive governments. But I saw this video last night, and I wanted to play it for you today. Check this out. I won't play all of it, but this woman gets heated and every right to do so. But what do you, again, what do you think happens when you give up all your guns? Duh. It's exactly what they're trying to do here, but it will never, ever happen. Come on, play this video. Ah, this video's having a hard time playing, of course. Hold on a minute. Give me some time here, folks. Here we go. The army's gone in and removed these people against their will. And they, uh, you know, this is not good. We want to be able to hear. We haven't heard anything from the people from Binjari or Robertson River. We want to know what's going on. We're almost ready to get a, an action group to go out to Howard Springs because we don't trust the government. We don't trust Michael Gunner. We don't trust the army. We don't trust anybody. We want to hear from the people on the ground. Now, all you fellas out in the communities, I'm talking to everybody um, across the Northern Territory, well, across the country, really, because we're all sitting down here and we're putting up with this bullshit and been putting up with this bullshit for way too long. I want everybody to get on Facebook or, or get on anywhere and send messages. Ring me, please, because I want to know. I'm Larry Key Elder. I want to know what's going at the community. We're hearing nothing but bullshit from Michael Gunner and the government and the army, and we don't know what's going on. We're all sitting around scratching our heads wondering what's going on. I want to hear from my people and the communities, everybody that's listening out there, get on Facebook, go live, and say, like me now, I'm Junie Mills, I'm from Larrakia country, and this is what's happening in my country. Well, what, you know what's happening in my country? I'm listening to a lot of bullshit from Michael Gunner, right? It's not good enough. I'm worried about my people. I don't want to hear any bullshit from Michael Gunner. I don't want to hear no bullshit from the army. I want to hear from my people. I want to know what's going at Robertson River. I want to know what's happening at Binjari. I want to know what's happening in Catherine. I want to know what's happening at Owen Pally and Gunbalang and everybody. Can everybody get on Facebook? You know, that's one thing us mob have got. We've got phones. Hey? Video, video. Video. Can we video? Can we go live? Can everybody communicate with each other with, instead of listening to these handbacks? They're killing us! Right? It's a program of elimination. That's all this is. Amen. They're lying. They're deceiving. They are killing our people. And everybody's sleeping. Yep. No. Get on live, please, everybody. Send me a message. Actually, I'll give you my phone number. And I never give out my phone number. I'm giving my phone number. Ring me, please. Let me know what's happening in Owen Pelly, Gunbalanya, Ramanginning, Nolan Boy, Binjari, 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 Binjari. What's going on there? Army's gone in and removed everybody. Michael Gunner, you coward. Where are you? Come here, mate. Come here. You lying, deceiving dog. 
This is only going to go on so long. This is only going to go on so long and it's going to end very terribly for these governments who thought this is what was their time for the NWO. Now, I'm not sitting here with a tinfoil hat on. This is proven. They've said it starting in Australia just a few months ago. They've been talking about the NWO, the New World Order, and this is going to be the New World Order. And they are force vaccinating people all over Europe. They're force vaccinating people in Australia. What do you think is going to happen when they start doing it here? America might not look like it used to. America might not look familiar to you. But at its heart, we are still here. And you're about ready to hear the shot around the world if you keep pushing. And it won't be good for all of you. I can promise. Now, somebody who I admire in the fight game, I'm a big UFC fan. All of you who know me know that I'm a big UFC fan and have been for about 20-something years. Conor McGregor, who all of you know by now, lives in uh, Ireland, and Ireland is one of the most vaccinated and had been one of the most locked-down countries in the world. Now, when COVID first came out, and even all the way up until about a year ago, I mean, a year into it, a year and a half into it, Conor McGregor has been one of the biggest advocates for masks, vaccines, and social distancing and everything. So one thing I didn't like about him, I love the guy as a fighter. I think he's done great things for the sport. Um, and uh, if it wasn't for Conor McGregor, the sport wouldn't be where it is today. However, Conor McGregor came out yesterday on fire, ladies and gentlemen, on Twitter talking about this vaccine and now ireland has got the most vaccinated people they've ever had and they're locked down once again and connor came out and said this the vaccines have not worked to stop this whatsoever we're more vaccinated than ever and we have more cases than ever reevaluate entirely stop taking handouts and of course the left blew up on his twitter about that blew up on his Twitter about that, ladies and gentlemen. But even people who were advocates for safety from COVID-19 are now starting to wake up. The whole kitten caboodle is starting to come crumbling down, ladies and gentlemen. I just had it. It sucked. Yeah. But guess what? It does not warrant the crap that they have done to us. Not even a little bit. It's not that bad. I'd go catch it a hundred more times and have it for a year straight over getting that vaccine any day of the week. Now I want to give you the good news, okay? I'm sorry that I've blown up through this whole show. I'm sorry that I've been angry, but I have three pieces of good news that I want to give you before we go. The first piece of good news, ladies and gentlemen, is if you live in Taylor, Texas, Samsung has uh, is investing $17 billion to build a new facility um, uh, uh, in Taylor, Texas, uh, so they can build world-class semiconductors and microchips um, in, a, in a wonderful, huge move here that could reduce the potential for future supply chain shortages and reduce dependence on manufacturing in China. Now, this move of $17 billion to create this factory here is expected to create over 2,000 high-tech, high-paying jobs and over 6,500 construction jobs to complete the project. Also, it will focus on hiring veterans, veterans, and uh, it got grant money, 
specifically to hire vets from the Texas Enterprise Fund. So for all of those people who live in and around Taylor, Texas, you got some high paying jobs coming to your area. And not only do you have some high paying jobs coming to your area, but they were given a lot of money to start hiring veterans and uh, from the Texas Enterprise Fund. So I wanna say God bless Texas again. God bless the people of that area. Uh, and, and you have some high paying jobs coming to your area very soon. And I couldn't be more happier for all of you there. $17 billion plant. What an amazing investment by Samsung. Shout out to everybody who was involved in getting that done. We need more of that around this country. But the good news is, is uh, 2,000 permanent high-paying, high-tech jobs. So big shout-out to Taylor, Texas. Also, ladies and gentlemen, more good news. Uh, Trump's newest book did over $1 million in sales in just 24 hours, blowing the book publisher's mind. The publisher is quoted saying, we have seen such an incredible response to President Trump's newest book. Selling a million dollars worth of books in 24 hours is absolutely extraordinary, and we are so happy for him and this company. Think about that, folks. One million dollars worth of books sold in one day. That is the golden touch of President Trump, but better than that, it lets you know that he is still massively relevant Thank you, Patriot Cowgirl One. I appreciate that. It lets you know that uh, President Trump is massively relevant still and that he is definitely the leader of the Republican Party. And listen, President Trump has come out over the last few days and said, I know all this stuff is happening and it's bad. Get it. I get it. I know what you feel. But trust me when I tell you, America's coming back and it's coming back very soon. You have to take what he is saying and you have to understand that everything he said is true. Everything he said up till now has been proven to be true. He's been Indicated. And when he tells you to continue to just hold on a little longer, that America's coming back and it's going to come back real strong and real quick, you have to hold your hopes on that and keep continuing to fight. Whether it be that him, whether it be that he is at the, uh, the helm of that ship or that somebody else is, he's got to know something that we all don't know. So just continue to pray for him and, uh, and what he's doing as the leader of the Republican Party. Also, the best news of the day. You ready for this, folks? Here we go. Racine County Sheriff's Department is now set and said, you know what, screw it. They are going to charge Wisconsin Election Commission members, all five of them, with felony charges, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go ahead and do it. Let's go ahead and do it. Save this till now. The Smarty Award of the day is going to go to the Racine County Sheriff's Department, ladies and gentlemen, because they stood up in the face of adversity and they did exactly what every sheriff in these swing states should do for stealing the election in 2020. The Racine County Sheriff's Department has had enough pussyfooting around. They're not going to no longer wait to get their poop in a group. And they are going to charge five election, account, uh, election commission members with felonies for what they did in the 2020 election. And this is the kind of stuff that I've been waiting to see. I knew sheriffs had the power to do this. This is what we need to do. We need to get our sheriffs active. If the state isn't going to do anything, the state legislature is going to pussyfoot around and not do anything, then we need to get the people that do have the power to do something, and that is the sheriffs in each one of these counties. So big shout out to the Racine County Sheriff's Department because they are no longer playing games, and these five members are going to get charged with felonies. And what better news is that than to end the show just like that. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking around today. God bless you. Thank you all very much. Thank you for the Rumble Rants. 
I seen that there was major money that came in. We had $500 coming from Donnie C. I love Donnie C. so very much. He could never send another dollar in life. And I love that man. I've had great conversations with him. Um, also, $100 from Miss mocha powered she says thank you for all you do jeremy god bless your heart god bless you too thank you i know it's not easy to come up uh, come out of your pocket right now and also from becky 80 she says happy thanksgiving jeremy you and your family god bless every single one of you you're all amazing people i love you i'll see you tonight at 5 p.m remember there are right ways and wrong ways but there's only one yahweh so stand up tall keep your shoulders back and your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of god and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. You guys are amazing. You're an inspiration. I don't know what I would do without you. And I will never leave you. Have a wonderful day. And I'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. Thank you for everything that you do. Truly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. See you later.